Hey friends, welcome to the Happy Healthy Mindful Podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety and depression conqueror, an Enneagram One that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle just about anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, anxiety, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. Okay, friends, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about, personal development. Yeah, from the title of this episode, you probably weren't totally sure what I was going to be talking about, but the title of this episode is something that is pertinent to your personal development. So let's start with the kind of obvious question. What the hell is personal development? Well, as I always do with definitions, I go to Dr. Google. And it says that personal development are activities that develop a person's capabilities and potential, enhance quality of life, and sometimes help you realize your dreams and aspirations. Now, when I read this definition, it made me look back on my life. Everything from when I was a kid to a teenager and where I am now as an adult. And as a kid, I remember being told that I could do anything. I could be whatever I wanted to be when I grew up, but I wasn't told how. I wasn't given the steps to really get there. Yeah, you're told to go to school, but that's not really everything. And as a teenager, I remember having my dreams and aspirations in my mind, but not really understanding how I can make those a reality. And now as an adult, I'm learning way more about what I want in the quality of my life, how I want to live my life, how much freedom I want, who I want to be as a person. And all of these little pieces go into that definition of personal development. So For the past 10 years, I've practiced this. The funny thing is, I didn't even really knew, know what personal development was until about 10 years ago. That's when I really started to focus on me and myself. I started to work out and eat healthy and drink lots of water. And I had someone right alongside me to encourage me. What I didn't realize was all those actions are personal development. It's steps that you take to ultimately better yourself. And this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I feel like we all, all, all of us have room to grow. You're never going to be a perfect person. Think about it like, meditation. The whole purpose of meditation is to get you to a higher level, to help you reach in, reach enlightenment. But 
the funny part is, in my experience, is that, yeah, I've had epiphanies here and there, but I've never reached true enlightenment. And the reason for that is the work doesn't stop. You're never done working on yourself. This is a constant practice that has to happen every single day, even on the days that you don't feel like it. And let me tell you, I have a lot of those. (laughs) I have days where I come home and I just want to sit on the couch and Netflix and chill. And then I have other days that I am so focused and I have so much to do that I go upstairs to my little office up here and I get it done. So there's that healthy balance of working on it and not working on it that you have to figure out for yourself. The way I think about it is just do one small thing for yourself every single day. Just one thing, one thing to move you forward and get those baby steps going. I'm a huge proponent of focusing on baby steps and not huge giant leaps because I have tried to make those huge giant leaps and I've failed. I have failed or I've gotten to a point where I felt like a failure and I gave up. So baby steps is what I want to encourage you to do so that way you can remember doing just one thing a day for yourself is a complete success. You should be proud of yourself if you're doing one thing a day to work on your personal growth, to work on your personal development. Now, if you've never heard this term before or don't practice it today, I want to give you some ways that you can practice it. Now, first and foremost, personal growth or personal development looks different for everyone. What I do to make myself better and to feel like I'm making myself better is not going to be the same path as you. We're going to have different activities. We're going to take different steps and we're going to like and dislike different things, different actions to help us get there. For me, I love to read. So when I read books, every other book that I read is some type of personal development book. It's a way that I satisfy my need for reading books and no, I'm not an audible person. So if you have a great book that you want to recommend to me, make sure it's in a physical book form because it's just my preference. But reading a personal development book is one way that you can pick up on tips and tricks to make yourself better, to learn different things that you can do to put into action that will help you take those baby steps to become the better person that you know you want to be. The other thing that I do a lot is listen to podcasts. Now, you might be the type of person that hates podcasts. Well, if you hate podcasts, I challenge you to find the one that's going to work for you. And I say it that way because when I first started listening to podcasts, I was so against them. I missed listening to the radio and music and dancing in the car on my drive to work. And 
then I started listening to them. And then I started realizing how much I can actually get out of them. Podcasts can not only share stories with you, but they can also be like a mini TED Talk. It's a way that you can get some quick hints, quick tips, and things that you can actually put into practice as soon as you're done listening. So I will make sure to share some of my favorites in the show notes for this episode because there are tons out there that I think you might like. Another way to practice personal development is to go to conferences and listen to speakers. A couple of episodes ago, I did a podcast all about why you should think about going to a conference at least once a year. And that whole mentality has changed how I look at personal development. You can get a lot out of books and podcasts, but going to a conference, whether physically or virtually, can give you kind of a leg up. It kind of gives you an added bonus because not only do you hear these amazing speakers that are well-known and sometimes you've never heard of them, but they say things that is like a light bulb going off. Like if you haven't listened to that podcast that I just mentioned, go back and listen to it because I mentioned a few things in there about that light bulb that happened for me. And the other thing about conferences is that you get to connect with the community of attendees, whether virtually or in person, and learn about each other and find people that are on a similar path to yours, or maybe not so similar path to yours, but somebody that you connect with and can help be your advocate, your accountability partner, and help you on your personal growth journey. Some other things that you can do is meditate or go to yoga. I find both of these activities super beneficial when it comes to personal development because during a meditation, I like guided meditations because they help me kind of focus on a particular subject or a question to ask myself. And during a meditation, sometimes I'll get the answer to that question that I'm thinking. And the same thing happens in yoga sometimes. A lot of the classes that I've been to end with a very short two to five minute meditation when you're in Shavasana. And and I think that's what it's called. For all you yogis out there, if I have the position wrong, please correct me. Um, But you're in this zone. Your brain, your mind is already focusing on you and where you're going. So if you haven't tried meditation or yoga, I highly recommend it. And then another way, and this is something I do every single year, and I encourage you to do it too, is to set goals regularly. I set goals at the beginning of every year. So come like between Christmas and New Year's, I take that week. And I sit down and make, I make a plan and focus on what goals do I want to accomplish for the following year. Now, I've already wrote down a couple of them, things like 
drink 50% of my water, um, 50% of my body weight in ounces, uh, work out a little bit more. I play soccer twice a week and those are definite workouts, but I like to step it up a notch, um, pay off our debt. We're still working on it, but I know it's coming. So these are the kind of things that I do for the year. What do I want to accomplish in the year? But you can also take these goals and narrow them down even more. Set goals monthly or quarterly. And the reason this is good for your personal development is because it gives you a focus. It gives you a target. It gives you something to reach for. So one of the goals that I just noticed on my list was save for a 10-day vacation. Not a week, 10 days. So that's not really going to be a yearly goal because I can take less than a year to do it. So it'll probably be more like a quarterly goal. But that 10-day vacation will do so much for me and my husband. It will give us so much peace of mind and balance in life. So think about your goals and what you want to accomplish both, both personally and professionally and set them. Set goals. It'll give you something to strive for. And journaling is another thing that you also want to think about doing in order to help you on your journey. Journaling is something that I'm not really a fan of the the word because I feel like there's so much pressure behind it. You have to write every single day and you have to write for so many minutes. That's not how I look at it. I look at journaling as free writing. Take 10 minutes and literally free write. Brain dump everything that's in your head, get it out of your head and put it on paper. And sometimes things come out of that exercise that you didn't even know were in was in your brain. It's fascinating. So think about journaling as a way to get down to what you really want out of life you might be pleasantly surprised. And then lastly, you want to do this exercise that I call start, stop, continue. Okay, friends, I am interrupting this episode to give you another reminder to get your questions submitted for the Ask Me Anything episode. I'm doing a future episode that answers all of your questions whether they're personal, business-related, something about stress and how I balance life, how many tattoos I have, or even why I play soccer on a team sport at age 40. Anything goes. Make sure to click the link in the show notes and ask me your questions so you can hear them answered on a future episode. The start, stop, continue exercise is kind of just what it sounds like. You're going to ask yourself a series of questions to help you figure out the path that you need to take. This is especially good to do when you're setting your goals, and I'll get to that part. So the questions that you want to ask yourself is, what do I want to or need to start doing? What do I want to or need to stop doing? And what do I want to or need to 
continue doing. Now, I ask it in the way of want versus need because there's a difference, right? I might want to go out for drinks with friends after work on a Friday night, but I know that's not a need for me because I have things that I want to work on. So ask yourself in both ways. Find out what you want to and need to start, stop, and continue. So in order to do this exercise, you're going to need to grab a notebook and something to write with. I do not want you to do this on a computer because handwriting it is way more beneficial. So you're going to take your piece of paper or your notebook and you're going to fold your paper, your sheet of paper, into three columns. First column is going to be start. Second column is going to be stop. And third column is going to be continue. Once you have that all set up, and you might need more than one page depending on where your head is at. I know when I started doing this in the beginning, I needed about three pages because I just kept coming up with ideas. And I learned this exercise way back when I was in corporate because we used it as a way to help us as a company figure out what our goals were. And when I learned this, I was like, you know, this could work on a personal level too. And I started doing it and I had some pretty amazing things come out. I learned a lot about myself. So this is why you wanna do it on paper because you will physically be able to see in your own handwriting what you need to start doing, what you need to stop doing, and what you need to continue doing. Now, when you do your writing, you're just going to brainstorm. You're going to do a brain dump. You're going to write down everything that you think of, and it does not matter. Just write. Do not pass judgment on yourself. Just keep writing. Don't allow yourself to question what you're putting down on paper because then your brain flow is going to prevent you from moving forward. So maybe it might be a good idea to set a timer for yourself, like maybe do this for 10 minutes so you don't get super carried away, but just write during those 10 minutes or whatever time frame it is you set for yourself. The reason I'm telling you not to pass judgment is because in the past when I have done this activity, I have passed judgment on myself. So I have written down things like stop wearing comfortable shoes to work because it's not what someone working in a corporate industry would wear meaning wear high heels. Now, I wrote that down because judgment seeped in and told me that's what I needed to do in order to get ahead in my position. That is what I needed to do to look the part. I passed judgment before I even decided that that was really something I wanted. And honestly, 
even though I'm short, I do not belong in heels. So don't pass judgment on anything that you answer or anything you think you're going to write down. Because when you do, your the part of your brain starts to take over that tells you what you should and shouldn't be doing because of the world around you. During this exercise, you really want to go at it and look at it as things that will be for you, not for other people around you. And that thing that I wrote down about wearing heels, I wrote it down because that's what I thought other people wanted of me. So don't think of it that way. Don't think of it as I need to start doing this because somebody else wants me to. No, that is not what this exercise is for. This exercise is for you and only you. So let me give you a couple of examples of what I have done in the more recent past for each one of these questions. So for your start, you want to do things that pique your interest things that bring you joy, things that bring you closer to your goal. So one of the goals I mentioned earlier in this episode was that I want to work out more than just two days a week. I play soccer on those two days. And on one team, I play with girls about 15 years younger than me. So let me tell you, I get a workout in. The other game, I play more with girls my age. But on either day, I get a workout in. But two days just isn't enough. I really want to incorporate one or more day a week. So maybe work that up to four days a week. Now, I put this down as a start because I don't do it now, and I know it's going to be beneficial for me. So I want to start working out more than just two days a week. And when I say working out, it doesn't have to be intense. It could be a walk that I take with my husband and the dogs. It could be 10 push-ups in the morning before I even get dressed and get ready for the day. It's just some sort of movement that I need to do on the days that I do not play soccer. Another one that I wrote down is that I need to start waking up 15 minutes earlier than I do now every day. And the reason I wrote that down is because those extra 15 minutes are going to give me me time. I'm going to get time while my husband and the dogs are still sleeping to write down all the things I was grateful for the day before or to look at my schedule and plan for what's to come for the rest of the day. So although it's just a small change of just 15 minutes, it's going to help me get closer to my goals. Now for the stop question, you want to stop doing things that drain your energy. You want to stop doing things that you find yourself having a negative outlook after doing. A couple of examples that I have used in the recent past is that I need to stop gossiping or negative self-talk. Now, gossiping is something that 
is kind of human nature. And I hate to say that, but it's absolutely true. But at the same time, it doesn't help anybody. It just brings people down. And I used to be somebody who gossiped a lot. And it made me feel like a bad person after having the conversation or even just being involved in it. I might've been a part of a conversation that I didn't say anything or I didn't, you know, chime in on the conversation, but I heard all the gossip and I didn't do anything about it. Friends, I have lived and I have learned. That is not a way to be because when you take that gossip in, you're taking it into your soul and you're thinking things that you don't know to be true. So stopping gossiping is a great thing to put on your list. And it goes right in line with the negative self-talk. Have you ever gotten up in the morning, looked at yourself in the mirror and been like, God, I look like absolute hell. That's negative self-talk. And yeah, from time to time, I still do it. But now I have all these sticky notes around my bathroom mirror. And as soon as I have that inkling that I'm going to say something bad about myself, I start reading those sticky notes because it stops that train from going down that negative path. It stops me from starting the day with a negative outlook. So gossiping and negative self-talk are ones that I have definitely put on my list in the past. Another one that I've put is that I want to stop wasting time. Now that phrase can mean something different for everybody. For a lot of people, we say, oh, I don't have the time to do X, Y, and Z. Yet in the same vein, we have time to watch TV for four hours every night. And I say we because I've done it. So when I say I want to stop wasting time, it means I want to use the precious time that I have on this planet to make every effort and every second worth it. I don't want to just sit there and twiddle my thumbs at night because I know that's not super productive. Now, instead, what I do is plan my afternoons or plan my days to a point where I can focus specific days of the week to working on activities that get me closer to my goals. On other days, I plan to watch TV with my husband because when I do that, I'm not necessarily wasting time anymore because I'm spending time with him and building a relationship and making it so much better. So think about the things that you want to stop doing that drain your energy. And the last question for continue, what are you doing now that's working for you? What are you doing? What activities are you doing that make you feel really good and motivate you? For me, Things that I've written down is sleeping without my phone in my bedroom. I've talked about this on previous podcasts and how much that blue light can totally affect you. But I've gone back to sleeping in my bedroom with my phone right next to me. And when I do that, I find I get 
not so good sleep. It's awful, to be honest with you. I wake up groggy and tired and I just don't feel good. So I've gone back again to leaving my phone in my office when I go to bed at night. And now I find I sleep through the night. The dogs don't even wake me up. And my husband has told me, and this might be oversharing, but I sound like a Mack truck going down the highway. So I am passed out and no one's going to wake me up. So I want to continue sleeping without my phone in my bedroom because I know when I do that, I'm going to get a great night's sleep. Another thing that I want to continue doing is reading every night before bed. Not only does reading before bed help me wind down and get my mind in a nice comfy state, ready to go to sleep, but it also lets me work on that personal development and read a little bit. So that works for me. Find what works for you. Find what you're doing right now that's working and continue doing it. Now, I mentioned that this is a great exercise to do when you plan your goals. So like I said, between Christmas and New Year's, I work on my goal planning typically that week. That week is when I'm going to do this exercise and I'm going to write it down. So I've got it. It'll be right in my planner for 2022 so I can refer back to it. So ideally, you want to do this before the year starts and you want to do it again six months later. So January, December, January and May, June is when you want to think about doing this start, stop, continue exercise. Beginning of the year is to get yourself ready, get yourself focused, figure out what you want to accomplish for the year. And come May, June, it's when you want to reevaluate your goals and take a look at your progress and see what you've done and how far you've come and if you need to change things. Sometimes I do this in the May, June, six-month area, and I find that some of the goals that I had at the beginning of the year are either A, accomplished, and I can check them off my list, or B, they don't really apply to my life anymore. So I would not suggest doing this exercise once and then be done with it. This is just like anything else that comes with personal development. You have to do it pretty regularly. It's got to be something that you do often because when you set goals and then reevaluate them, you can find your missteps and where you've made significant progress. If you haven't done this exercise in 2021, do it now. Do it now. Why not? What's stopping you? See what comes up for you. See what comes up for you now and then do it again that last week of the year and see what comes up for you then. By doing it now, you can prepare for the last two months of the year and then doing it again, you can start to prepare for 2022 and make changes based on what you did, you know, a couple months ago. So if you have never done this start, stop, continue exercise, I want you to go grab a notebook grab something to write with, and get to it.
Okay, friends, that's it for today. I appreciate you so much for listening. If you have a friend that needs to hear today's message, I'd love it if you could share it with them. Now grab a screenshot of this episode, share it on your socials, and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. Don't forget to tag me in your post, too. You can find me at the Real Jen Mullen on Instagram and Real Jen Mullen on Twitter. And lastly, remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. Here's to living mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week.